This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. We have been unpacking, dissecting, exploring, analyzing, whatever word you want to use, the vaccine passport announcement made by the province today. Premier Doug Ford. And now we're going to look at the actual passport and the security aspect. Ed Dubrovsky is managing partner of Cytelligence Canada and executive cyber advisor to the CEO and board of award-winning Quinext Corporation. Welcome, Ed. Thank you for joining us. Pleasure to be back. Absolutely. Have a great day, Arlene. I'm looking forward to talking about this uh, amazing innovation called vaccination passport. I think there's a lot of challenges with those for sure. You got it. The most modern dilemma, isn't it, of cybersecurity? One we didn't know that we would need. Now, other provinces have, have been doing it. Quebec put theirs into action today, I believe. So what do you think of this, the plan from the province so far? What is it possible, first of all? Yeah, no, certainly. So first of all, I'd like to give the province uh, some credit because they're actually rolling out a more, um, you know, technologically uh, deficient uh, system. And and the reason I say this uh, is because I'm comparing them to the Quebec vaccination uh, passport, which has been found to, to have a lot of uh, technical gaps in their cybersecurity, right? Um, so, so the plan is really to take what has already been in place for many, many years in, in schools all over Ontario, which, which is really the vaccination card or passport the kids mm-hmm. had to have, right? Um, certainly, you know, from, from a technology perspective, it's not very technologically advanced type of a system. Uh, you could forge certain information and so on. Uh, you know, all you need is really a pen to do that or potentially exempt yourself based on uh, certain reasons and, and so on and so forth. So I think that's what they're rolling out initially. But the problem with how they're rolling it out is that uh, you are going to have to present the, it's essentially a file, right, uh, that's going to be stored on your, let's say, mobile device. You're going to have to show that file that basically says you were vaccinated uh, with both doses and you are going to have to present an identification, photo identification of some sort, demonstrating that it's, it's actually you. So what's the problem when you say that's a problem? Why is it a problem? Right. So, so the challenge with with any type of a digital file, we call it unstructured uh, file in in, in techno language. Um, these files can be edited. Simple as that. So you can open a word processor uh, or or Adobe PDF editor. I think they're actually using PDFs in this particular case, which is. 
uh, format made by Adobe, a company, and uh, you can edit it, right? So I can take my 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 PDF, change it, put whatever name I want on that, and then, and then theoretically, the person who's vetting the information on that file they don't have any way to actually validate that that file was edited or not, right? So they and, can't and even tell. How could they make this more safe? What are you looking for in the safety features? Absolutely. So next step is going to be implementing the same or very similar system um, that uh, Quebec has implemented, which is there's going to be an application on a mobile device and there's going to be an application on the, let's say, the venue side, where restaurant or, or gym mm-hmm. or wherever you're going in. Wherever you're showing. And, yeah. Right. And then these two applications are going to be talking to each other, essentially. They're going, one application, the venue side is going to be scanning this code uh, that your mobile device is going to be presenting. And it's going to be able to make a call to the, the provincial system to say, is this code valid, right? And the provincial system is going to have to respond to say, um, all good, ready to go, to, to vaccinations, perfect, right? The challenge with this is that, first of all, we're talking about literally a minimum of three applications, the venue side, the individual side, and then the provincial systems. And oh, by the way, they're complicating this even more because they're planning to tie this into some federal system as well that is going to be very similar to the uh, travel passports uh, and, and, and a, at a federal uh, level. And that's a problem because now we're talking about, um, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, well, one is sharing, but also these are separate systems that have never been talking before. Some of these systems are brand new and they're being rolled out extremely quickly. Like they're talking about October uh, timeframe. So we're talking about maybe two, three months to deploy a complex system that aggregates information and really connects all these um, systems together. The challenge with this is if there are gaps, in either one of these, either the individual side or the venue side, potentially uh, a bad actor could compromise the federal system or maybe the provincial system and get a lot more information out of the system other than then, um, yes, vaccinated, no, not vaccinated. All right, let me ask you, because, you know, we're stunned these days. We saw what Russia did with that massive hack in the United States, and that wasn't the first time. And we look at what's happening, election campaigns, all those things. Are you saying it is highly likely, as soon as these things drop, that bad actors will start working to find this information? I I think they're already started. And the reason for that... If, if you think about that, their motivations, right? Mm-hmm. First of all, if they're able to compromise the provincial system, they'll be able to get OIP numbers mm-hmm. and things like that. Um, so that information could be used um, to create identity theft, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, at the federal uh, system, you're probably looking at uh, even more information, passport numbers and things like that, that could potentially even uh, not just cause identity theft, but also uh, introduce elements from outside of Canada coming into Canada, you know, faking identities and so on and so forth. But there is another 
potential motivation, and we call them hacktivists. So mm-hmm. um, hackers yeah. and activists together, yeah. hacktivists. And these are individuals that are going to say, you know what? This system is creating, uh, splitting society essentially into two parts, right? Vaccinated versus unvaccinated. Those that are vaccinated are allowed or getting all these privileges. And those that are not, that chose not to get vaccinated, can no longer go into a restaurant and so on and so forth, right? Well, we don't like this. We're going to act against this because that's not fair and and so on and so forth. And they will try to get into this information to use it as part of their protest. Use the information or bring the system down. So these systems, in my opinion, uh, the moment they are released, they're going to be under constant attacks. Um, And I'm not a betting man, but I'm going to say that there are going to be a number of problems related to bad actors against these systems coming up. Very quickly, we're really almost out of time, but I, I do want to ask you, if you were designing them, is there something that could be done to make all what you have talked about not possible? In, in this short a time frame, mm-hmm. I mean, we've been building applications for, for decades, and then we have not succeeded in creating a bulletproof application. Mm-hmm. So the challenge is that to do this in two months, uh, in, in my opinion, there, there isn't enough technology out there to create a truly secure application in that shorter time frame. So unfortunately, no, there isn't a, uh, a solution. Ed Dubrovsky, Managing Partner of Cytelligence Canada, an Executive Cyber Advisor to the CEO and Board of award-winning QNEX Corp. Thank you, Ed. I think. I think we thank you. You have a nice evening. <laughs> thank you. Okay. That was a little disturbing, don't you think? I'm Arlene Bunnin in for Alex Pearson tonight. This is On Point, Global News Radio.